بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمد ونسلی علی رسول الكریم اما بعد ونبی حریرت رضی اللہ تعالی عنہ ان رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم قال لا يتمنى احدكم الموت ان كان محسنا فلعله يزداد اما واما مسيئا فلعله يستعتب متفق عليه وهذا لفظ البخاري وفي روايه لمسلم ان ابي هريره رضي الله تعالى عنه عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا يتمنى احدكم الموت ولا يدعو به من قبل ان ياتيه انه اذا مات انقطع عمله وانه لا يزيد المؤمن عمره الا خيرا continuing with the chapter we began the discussion yesterday the heading imam nawawi rahimahullah has given this chapter is that it deals with the prohibition or the detestability of desiring death as a result of difficulties or hardships which a person may encounter in his life however there is one exception that a person may desire death or make dua for it if he faces a very real fear of fitna with regards to his deen he feels he may lose his iman etc the hadith which we translated yesterday abu huraira radiyallahu ta'ala narrates that rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said la yatamanna ahadukum almaut he said one of you should never ever desire death and then rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam goes on to explain and in this explanation that is given one very very important aspect nabi pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam reminds us of the assets or the bounties or the favors which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with perhaps the greatest asset or commodity which allah has given us is time and time is something that if we appropriate it correctly if we utilize the time which allah taala has given us correctly then our dunya will be made our akhirat is made sallallahu alaihi wasallam says imma muhsinan if a person is a doer of good deeds in other words he is spending his time correctly imma muhsinan then it can only be a source of benefit falallahu yazdad he will carry on increasing in earning neki in earning rewards in the hereafter so why do you desire death why do you want this time which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you in this world to terminate on the other hand rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says that what happens referring to a person who is musi who is disobedient to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala falallahu yastatib then if he has some extension if he has some time left in this world then it is possible that he will repent he will seek the forgiveness of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so in both instances obedient to allah or disobedient to allah there is no real benefit in desiring death because the more time he has if he is obedient he'll go closer to allah if he is disobedient he can make toba repent and then find the closeness of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's very very important my respected brothers sometimes when we hear the ahadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam we find that sometimes it's a portion of a hadith and there is sometimes something that was said before this or after this 
If we bring that in front of us, then we get a better understanding of what Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is telling us. We find that this particular hadith in the shuruhat, in the commentaries it is mentioned, that it is part of a more lengthy hadith. There is a part before this. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, wa in other words, this last part comes before this Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said. He said, none of you will enter into Jannah through his amal and his actions. In other words, the impetus to give you Jannah or the actual means by which a person will derive or will be blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with Jannah and Paradise is not your actions. Sahaba, when they heard this, they were very surprised. They said, Wala anta ya Rasulullah. They said, even you, Nabi of Allah, even you will not enter Jannah through your actions primarily. Rasulullah sallallahu said, even myself, even myself, illa yataghammadan illa bifadlin wa rahmah. Except that I am drowned in the fuzzal, in the virtue and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In other words, primarily your actions will not take you to Jannah. It is Allah's mercy that will take you to Jannah. Actions, you and I, there's nothing we can do without the tawfiq of Allah. It is Allah that gives us the tawfiq to do that. So it is His blessing, it is His choice, it is His mercy, it is His compassion, it is His kindness that anyone will be granted Jannah. It's not your actions. Actions is a means, but actual entry into Jannah is through the mercy of Allah. So Nabi Islam said, even myself, I will never enter into Jannah except through Allah's fazl and rahmat. And then Nabi Islam goes on, who Allah is going to give his rahmat and mercy to, that we don't know. So do not become complacent. Fasaddidu, waqaribu. He said, persevere, persevere, exert yourselves in actions and never desire death. We find that this section, this hadith, is part of, there's a prefix to it, the initial part which we mentioned. In the riwayat of Muslim Sharif, the narrator is also Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لا يتمنى أحدكم الموت Never ever desire death. Never make, ولا يدعو به And never make dua for it. من قبل يأتيه Before it comes to you. And here Rasulullah explains that why should we not desire death? Because insan in When a person dies, what happens? His ability to do good deeds comes to an end. So why are you desiring that Allah must take away this opportunity to do good deeds? Calamities, trials, stress, tribulations in this world will come. So Nabi Salaam says, when a person dies, his actions come to an end. And the longer a mu'min remains alive, the longer a mu'min remains alive, every second is precious. All it will do is it will cause him more and more benefit. In other words, he will be able to do good deeds and he will get closer and closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what is the underlying message of these ahadith? The underlying message is that Nabi Pak Islam is exhorting us that no matter what happens in this world, Allah is going to test you. Sometimes financial problems, sometimes physical problems, sometimes this, sometimes that. Exercise patience. Make sabr. Make sabr. Do not 
become despondent. Do not lose hope. Do not become a a victim of despair. But be strong, be firm, make sabr. Because the longer life Allah gives you, it can only be khair and benefit. We find my respected brothers, if a person exercises patience, sabr, Ulama explain, they say sabr, sabr in Islam is like water. Sabr in Islam is like water. Without water there is no life. Without sabr there is no deen. Allah said we made every living thing out of water. Water is an integral part of life in exactly the same way, my respected brothers, an integral part of your Islam and deen is to make sabr. And if a person exercises sabr, ulama mentioned, they say two great benefits you will get. The first is the benefit which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises in many ahadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions this. إِنَّ عِذَمَ الْجَزَاء مَا عِذَمِ That the more musibat Allah puts a person through and he makes sabr, the greater the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when Allah ta'ala loves someone, when Allah loves someone, then Allah tests this person. And when he gets tested, فَإِنْ رَضِيَ فَلَهُ الرِّضَى When he becomes happy in his heart, accepts the decision of Allah, then there is only khair, Allah becomes happy with him also. However, if he becomes angry, becomes upset, becomes bare sabra, loses patience, then he will earn the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The hadith we mentioned yesterday, Rabbi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, He said, Allah will continue testing a believer. Sometimes in his life, sometimes in his wealth, sometimes in his property, sometimes in his family. Until he meets Allah and there will be no sins on him whatsoever. So one great benefit of making sabr is Allah wipes away your sins. Takfirul khataya. The sins which you are committing, and we, you, we both we, we know, my respected brothers, day and night we are disobeying Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So this is Allah's cleansing process. Second, very very great benefit which Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has kept in sabr is the great reward which Allah has kept. Bashir is sabirin. Allah says, give glad tidings to those who make sabr. Ulaika alayhim salawatun min Rabbihim wa rahmah, wa ulaika humul muhtadun. Allah's salawat descends upon them. Allah's rahmat descends upon them. muhtadun, And these are the people on hidayat and guidance. Allah's salawat meaning Allah's mercy, Allah's forgiveness, Allah's compassion descends upon those who will make sabr. Innama yuwaffa sabiruna ajrahum bi ghayri hisab. Allah says in the Quran, we will give those who will make sabr so much of reward, you won't be able to count the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says we made them imams of this world because of their sabr. In dunya Allah will make you an imam, a ruler, a leader. Allah will give you the dunya also because of sabr. And in akhirat, وَجَزَاهُمْ بِمَا صَبَرُوا جَنَّةً وَحَرِيرًا بِمَا صَبَرُوا جَنَّةً We heard in this morning's Fajr Salah. Allah Ta'ala says, that because of their sabr, we gave them jannat, and we gave them silk, and we gave them garments. Allah Ta'ala says, these are the people 
We gave them the palaces of Jannah because of their sabr. وَيُلَقُّونَ فِيهَا تَحِيَّةً وَسَلَامًا And they will get salam. Salam from who? Salam from the hurs of Jannah. Salam from the ghilman, the servants of Jannah. Salam from the malaika. And Allahu Akbar, salam from Allah. When? When they will make sabr. So we find that hardships, we should not be short-sighted. We have to understand that life in this world, this dunya is not a jannat. This dunya is not an ideal home. It's not a paradise. Halat, conditions will come. In the face of that, make sabr. Rasulullah says, never ever desire death because of difficulties that come in this world. As we mentioned yesterday, by difficulties meaning like ill health or personal problems, etc. Because the moment a person starts desiring death because of difficulties, why is it prohibited? This is important for us to understand. Why are we prohibited? Because indirectly we are showing our displeasure with Allah's decree. How long are we going to live? Allah decided. And what halat and conditions are going to come are coming from Allah. So in your heart, accept the decree of Allah. Allah is Malik, you are Mamluk. Allah is Khalik, we are Makhluk. Allah is the owner, we are the owned. Allah is the creator, we are the creation. Allah is the Rabb, we are the, those who worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So by desiring death, by becoming despondent, by becoming a victim of despair, by, uh, by becoming upset, what, what are we in reality doing because of difficulties? We are showing our displeasure with Allah's decree and that is something very, very dangerous. That is something that at all costs we have to try and avoid. Allah give us